we're not going to talk about the uh, the exoplanet. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going to talk about the exoplanet. That's right. That's right. That's right. Do you Can want to you talk? Tell me why this relates to Jamie for some reason. Oh, because as you said in your text. Well, because Jamie was just like uh, on Facebook, he was just like. <laughs> Leave Earth. Yeah, it's oh, time oh, right, to leave right, Earth, and it. I was like, "Let's go!" So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Syner- synergy, synergy, as it's called in the uh, in the in the corporate world. All right, um, so are we ready to kick off the show, Ernesto? I think we are. All right, uh, so let's do the intro, and then we'll shoot the shit. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Awesome. So uh, I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots versus Taxes. On radio <laughs> on Radio Free Brooklyn. And with us uh, via satellite Fios Ravens, we've got the illustrious, the man you've heard so much about, the birthday boy himself, Jamie Vitarami. <laughs> Woo! Michael Vine. Greetings in Elvis. <laughs> I'm Very nice. Oh, I can see what kind of show this is in the last couple of days. Nothing to do. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You you studied how to say what in Elvish? Uh, this is a greetings in Elvish, or it could be cursing you out. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. By the time uh, by the time we're allowed to congregate again uh, jamie will show up with an immortal elf as his newest girl and uh we'll we'll all have to pretend like uh she's not gonna outlive us all <laughs> yeah those well, 20 years you know <laughs> i don't know i i, I want to know how you saw all three movies did you see them back to back like did you just watch them and like did that take you about three weeks you want, Did you attach a caffeine to yourself while watching? Three movies. They're talking about six movies. Come on. Get with the program. What do you mean six movies? You watched The Hobbit too? Yes, of course. Oh, oh my God. Man, what the fuck is wrong with oh you, God. dude? <laughs> Jeez, did you just have a pee bag next to you on the couch? Just yeah. like, you know, or a fucking yeah. mason? Basically. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I watched the first, yeah. The Hobbit is, uh, you know, they... Trying to turn a 400-page book into three three-hour movies is a little bit weird, but mm. yeah, I mean, like that's that's the movie. I I um I was just like, you know what, Peter Jackson, enough. Like we've had enough of of uh you know of the Hobbit world, of the world of the Shire, you know, Middle Earth and such. Um, I I I didn't see the the need for it to be three goddamn movies, um. Did did you watch it in like uh, in 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 that high frame rate in the theaters? Oh, you were was I with you when we watched it in high frame rate? <laughs> you, you, oh, know you... I wasn't, you know I wasn't with you in a theater. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, you're actually thinking you're actually thinking of me, dude. That we oh, went to go see right. it in that high frame rate. Uh, yeah, that was a weird. Show. That was a Where'd weird you guys, fucking. Where did you see it? Like was it? It was at Sheepshead Bay. Yeah, we saw it at okay. Sheepshead Bay. Um, yeah, I do my usual alpine, you know, run. Oh God! Stuff, so, you know, <laughs> bootleg IMAX. Can you can you regale us with the with the philosophy of why you don't accompany uh, either me or Ernesto to a fine establishment like the Alamo Draft House? 
Um, I just I can't stand packed theaters. I understand that uh, you know there's a lot of space over there, but I'm good with sitting in the front row at Alpine by myself like a loser. Oh so. my god, dude. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. You're like fucking Paul Rubens in that porno theater when he got uh, caught. Come on. <laughs> That's below an adult. That's right for the two <laughs> No, but I mean, like, I don't understand why you watch movies. Like, I'm just like, dude, Jamie, me, Ernesto, we're going to watch Endgame. You, you, you need to come on down, man. And you're like, nah, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm gonna, could, I'm gonna watch you could have it. been with us at 11:45 p.m. <laughs> on a on a Thursday to go see a movie. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be cooler. I was at I was at 6 p.m. on a Thursday. Oh man! Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> at a movie theater where like the rats all are also serve as the ushers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm joining that's, you in the whiskey uh, drinking there. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers to uh so I would say that the um the original trilogy holds up very well. The the original Lord of the Rings trilogy? trilogy? Yeah. You know, it's pretty fantastic. So yeah. I mean, uh is there something that you wanna uh, delve into? I mean like why, why? What possessed you to learn Elvish? After uh, is it just sheer boredom? Is it the 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 fact that we're in a pandemic? Yeah, I mean, I, I could learn something that's you know relevant, like Spanish, but instead I started doing. Or Ernesto, do you know Klingon? Uh, I only know a few words. In okay. Klingon, okay. Um, I uh, I flunked out of Klingon school. So. Okay, gotcha. What can you say in Klingon? Uh, let's see. Dach bah, dach bich. Does that mean I've never known the touch of a woman? And Sabrina comes in with the hit. Wow! From the peanut wow. gallery. <laughs> From the peanut gallery. No, Sabrina, it, it means it means get out here and fix my goddamn HVAC. That's what it means. <laughs> oh man! Little inside baseball for y'all. <laughs> it um, sounds like you know. It sounds like more daughter language. <laughs> Damn, I wish we were all at fucking a bar right now talking. But yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish. Right. That's that's a, what do, a that's the first. We do thing. what we can do. Yeah. That's the first thing that, like, that I, I really, like, that's one of the first things that I really started missing is, like, going out to, like, a bar and just having a few beers and talking shit. Usually with Jamie, we talked about X-Men. Uh, because X-Men is hey, awesome. Yeah, because uh, yes. Jamie is a huge X-Men fan. Um, and, uh, um, like, he, he was the first person to tell me that House of X, Powers of X is, like, one of the best. Uh, Hickman yes. stories. Um, and oh, I oh, we already I, we already I read it. Have, yeah, we already read it, man. I'm surprised it's... that Marvel, you know, it was a Marvel and DC. They stopped digital printing and comics at all. Really, they stopped digital printing too. Yeah, because they don't want to. Um, they don't want to like you know uh, upset the uh, the actual stores. 
you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, um, man, that's you sell a bunch of digital prints, nobody's gonna buy the actual issues. So you know. This is a weird weird time weird time for everybody, you know. So Holy shit. Yeah. Why why haven't they transitioned to a um Oh wait, I, I I guess I'm sorry. I was about to say mail order, but then that sort of defeats the purpose of the stores. They're trying to keep the stores afloat, I guess. Yeah, some stores can't, I guess, support the mail order portion of it. So it's like they just stopped everything. Like just the last, ever since April 5th, there's no comic books out. So. God damn. They stopped, they stopped everything. Like you can't read anything now. Yeah, not even online. Um, this virus, this virus has gone too far. I know it's it's fucking with the uh, with the with the entire comics industry. I mean, I feel like um, the only thing that could save the comics industry right now is for them to do a crossover uh, <laughs> at at some at some point, right? And we've talked you're, about this at length. You're pushing for this so hard, dude. <laughs> I know, I am. I definitely am. I definitely hey, they am. Could pushing do, uh, they could do image. DC and Marvel can do something through Spawn. Ooh, yes. Oh yes! Oh my God, that would we, be amazing. We were talking about it on text. Spawn has that's right. Up, so. Wait, they were oh, Jamie. They were talking about it where? No, through Spawn, they could just mix Image, DC, and Marvel together. There was an early image of uh, of there was an early issue of Spawn. I think was it number eleven or something like that. Yeah, like nine or ten, eleven. That whole yeah. Thing. Spawn uh, essentially like goes through like some sort of multiverse style um, experience. And he comes across sort of like a prison where most of the the most popular characters in comics in both Marvel and DC are imprisoned. You don't see them um, overtly, but you see their hands sticking out from the jail bars. And so you can recognize everybody's costume that way. And then in, in a main cell, he comes and speaks to like the you know the big guy in terms of superhero comics superman and superman is shrouded in shadow but you can tell by his colors and his shape that it's him oh it's, shit. Uh, i va- i vaguely remember this is this from like one of the early spawn spawn yeah books? Yeah. yeah it was still it was like issued 9 10 or 11 something yeah like that. i do remember holy shit man. wow that's a deep ass cut jamie holy shit Somebody made a, a really interesting video on YouTube, um, yeah, yes. sort of uh, theorizing that this crossover that's been they've been teasing for the last few months between Marvel and DC actually got its beginning in that issue of Spawn. Um, so it's uh, it's it's really I'll send you the video again, dude. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting. If they did that, Jamie, if they if all those three companies got together and did a crossover. Sure. That could definitely that could definitely put a big shot in the arm for the comics industry. What's funny is um, Tom McFarlane has been posting about it. He's like he's like let's do this, you know, because he's a you know he's Mister Image. So where's he been posting about this? On his Insta- you know, his Instagram or whatever he does, you know, like he's you know. wherever he buys those silk shirts and those uh, those little <laughs> those little chains that he wears. He always he always wears those little like uh, those uh, those uh, um, those uh, fucking uh, you know club dude chains like those little silver chains yeah. that dudes <laughs> the bros at the club wear. Uh, you know he's 
he's he's pretty well off, I would imagine. So yeah, he could get, get away with I the look. DC, I think DC today announced that they're trying to start publishing again books on the twenty seventh of April. So everybody's sure. trying, everybody's trying to do, trying to do something, you know. So yeah. Jeez, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's mm-hmm. such a good idea. I mean. I guess people can order them the order them online. Yeah, that's yeah. Through that's the, through through stores and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they got to make their money somehow, you Yeah. Know? I mean, I'm wondering Secret Crisis. Secret oh, Crisis. Shit. Yeah, that'd, that'd be <laughs> fucking dope. But I, what I'm wondering yeah, I'm is banging this... my head that all day. It's like I'm reading comic book while banging my head Secret Crisis. Fuck yeah, Secret Crisis is gonna be awesome, man. I I really hope that they make. I really hope they make it happen. Um, yeah, people um, gotta learn how to pivot, you know. Yeah. Shit, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. So, given given the the you know the fact that like we're talking about comics and we haven't really uh, me and Ernesto, we don't really uh, like. I, I don't know. Uh, Lord of the Rings, as much as like I, I, I like it, there's not much I feel like I could talk about because I'm just like, I saw all three movies. I don't know if what, what other question I, you, you can answer, Jamie, about it because uh, I kind of wanted to go into the uh, Doctor Strange uh, announcement. Yeah, you can, yeah, we can talk about Doctor Strange. I mean, Lord of the Rings is awesome. I would say that the first Lord of the Rings trilogy can challenge that original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, oh. Ooh, shit. Shots fired! Uh, Shots fired! Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. What the fuck, man? You know, I, 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 I you know, whole, when they leave Hobbiton and they've got those fucking Nazgul on their horses till the end of Two Towers with the Battle of Helm's Deep, those movies are hitting home runs left and right. So that's two movies. Uh, uh, it's, it's like four hours know. of like jizz. <laughs> Damn. Look, Damn. look, man. I, no I, need to apologize. That, look, that, that's what this show is about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't need to apologize. That's obviously your opinion. You're wrong, but it's obviously your opinion. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so right. Okay. I mean, I mean, and, like. I, Empire will return as a king. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, fine. One is an Oscar winner, and I mean the other is a treasured favorite in the annals of history. The um, annals of history. Yeah, in the, anal, <laughs> in the annals of in the annals of history. Yes. Um, <laughs> from the you, peanut gallery. Yeah, from the peanut gallery. <laughs> Dude, I'm just in a corner with Dunn's cap on. Okay. So, no, yeah. no, no. Come on. That's, um. Yes, yeah, so we can go to we can go to fucking goddamn Raimi and Doctor Strange. Please. No, I have to challenge you first. I mean, like, I think I think Kevin Smith said it best in his uh, in his movie Clerks too, when he was just like, uh, uh, you know, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy. As much as you, as much as people enjoy them, uh, they're kind of boring because I mean, like, even the. There's just so much. There's so much walking in it. There's so much walking. Um, hold on, I'm trying to put out a fire in the middle of the studio here. Um, uh, but yeah, there's so much fucking walking in that in those movies that it's just like you know, it really kind of wears on you, you if you're watching them sequentially. They, they have no 
form of transportation besides ponies. Well, they could have flown. I mean, they could have flown. All that's all I'm saying. They could have used look, those big know, hawks. The Eagles could have hooked them up, but the Eagles are real. You know, the Eagles could have hooked it up a little bit. You know, do you know how expensive Eagles are? It's like calling up. <laughs> It's like uh, calling up Uber Black, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Eagle, Eagles are a cover device, so, you know. <laughs> you think calling up the Eagles is like, you know, they're going to be like, you know, a Frodo's going to look at his credit card statement and be like, holy shit, he's one of these motherfucking Eagles set me back two rent checks. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's why that's why he sailed off into the uh, into like the forever sunset at the end because he didn't want to pay that fucking bill. He's just like, I'd rather just go into the afterlife. He's like dodging <laughs> yeah, the shores. He's, he's <laughs> dodging debt collectors. Like the repo man has come back to like take away his fucking ring. Um, but yeah, let's yeah. all right. Let's let's uh, let's switch gears over. Sit. All right, sorry. You the what? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Jamie? I'm trying to imitate Gollum. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So you know. Okay. No, we're good. <laughs> um, let's let's do um let's switch over to uh Sam Raimi and Doctor Strange. Okay. Enough of this yeah. heresy about like the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is better than Star Wars. It's heresy. Blasphemy. No, it's not. Lord of the Rings is way better, but okay. <laughs> they're both they're both inferior to Star Trek, but oh, in regards God. to Raimi and Doctor True. Strange too. No. Well, in regards to Raimi and Doctor Strange too, I will feel robbed if I don't see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch do the dance from Spider Man Three. It has to happen. <laughs> oh, oh no! It has to happen. Spider Man Three <laughs> But the dance was everything. God. Well, he's gonna, what, what is he going to do? You think he's going to like kind of sway with his cape a little bit, like dance with his cape? That's right. Why are you citing Spider-Man Three, the weakest of them all? Uh, because somebody had to do it. All I right. mean, we were talking about. Uh, I'm going to stop throwing the shade. Let's just move on. Oh. <laughs> I think Onesto really likes Spider-Man Three as his favorite Spider-Man film. He so. saw that. He saw the dances, and oh. he was like, "Not bad." All I'm. All I'm saying is that it's the only superhero film thus far that had dancing in it. So, you know. No, Guardians of the Galaxy had lots of dancing. Oh, yeah. There was a dance-off to save the universe, man. That's more... That's more like parody dancing. I mean, you know, Star-Lord, he was mimicking Michael Jackson. Whereas... I'm talking about Baby Groot. Yes. Baby Groot. Yeah, Baby Groot in the opening where he's like... Oh God! Exactly. I'm glad this isn't a video you podcast. You really did. You yeah. really did. You got the arms and yeah. everything. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of dancing in that. There was a little bit of dancing in Iron Man too. Um, Iron Man two. Yeah, Iron Man two sucked. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. God damn. <laughs> I'll agree that there are moments in that movie that sucked, but there was. It's still Iron Man Two still has the best villain in the entire Marvel universe. Well, Mickey Rock being a fucking a mess. I guess. No, no, no. Justin Hammer, oh, and, oh, who Justin danced? Hammer. Okay. 
Who danced? Wayne Rennie's hammer a bit. Yeah, yeah. What? What'd you say? What'd you say? Justin Hammer. Yeah, Justin the Hammer, man. The fucking name you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. That so, Sam Rockwell was awesome as fucking Justin Hammer. In regards to the Marvel timeline, he's still rotting in jail, right? Yeah, he's still in there. He's still in jail. Um, but yeah, unless Thanos, unless Thanos, you know, snapped him out. No, but they must have brought him back at some point, which means he's just ended up in jail again, right? <laughs> either, either that or he'd like drowned because he's on the raft, right? <laughs> like, like <laughs> they bring him back and he just drowns at the, in the middle of oh, the Atlantic. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Just a segue, I mean, just a side point. Like, it's weird. Like, Marvel, there's about two weeks from now, it would have been fucking Black Widow comes out. You know? Yeah. Out, right? So, so uh, we're talking um, Sam Raimi uh, directing Doctor Strange before. Um, Jamie, you said you had some negative words about it. Um, yeah. Let's let's hear from you, uh, and then we'll 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 discuss it. Because I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Just thinking how Doctor Strange was, I don't... I mean, again, I'm going off Sam Raimi as like a... His comedy doesn't work for Doctor Strange. That's all I'm going to go off of, okay? Mm. I don't think it's going to work. So... What do you mean his comedy? Like, you think he's going to... I mean, I feel like he's going to have like a... He's going to have like a 10 minutes of him and the cape talking together. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, we'll waste a whole shitload of time. And... Sam Raimi gets to be a little bit too self-important sometimes, you know, or it was mm. humor. So I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have hired Sam Raimi to do Doctor Strange. I don't know. What about I mean, you? I'm a fan of his stuff, but I just, I can't, it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe I could be wrong. I mean, I'm usually wrong in a bunch of shit, but you know, I, I think it might, I don't think his, cause it's got to look, Marvel goes for humor all the time. I don't know if Sam Raimi's humor would work so mm. like that, you think you know. he's gonna go full evil dead with it yeah i don't i don't i don't think we need that evil dead humor in dr strange you know i don't but, think work you know? but what if we get um ash to be in it ah. uh, you know well, um, that's that's just them like jerking off on us it's like let's just let's, let's get fucking people to hey sam raimi's doing it let's bring in ash it'll work like that's real but he could he could be Mister Sinister. I mean, you you're saying that because Boss Logic drew that on and posted yes, it yes, on I, Instagram. Yes, I am. I am. Shout outs to Boss Logic, fan of the show. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Boss Logic is awesome. I mean, you know, hey, that makes sense. I mean, I get it. I, I, I get it. But that's just like them being like, hey, let's just get fucking the guy from Evil Dead to be Mister Sinister. It's like, oh ho ho, you know. Hey. I'd rather see somebody else be a minister that, that, you know, I don't know. True, true. I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. I feel like Bruce Campbell in his all his Bruce Campbellness will totally bring like, and that's my Bruce Campbell move. Um, will will <laughs> um, will totally bring something kind of new and 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 you know, because Mister Sinister, uh, preferably, I don't I don't like the idea of Mister Sinister being in um, being in Doctor Strange. 
Um, but, uh, I mean, like if, if, um, if he, if they were to bring in Bruce Campbell, I think it makes perfect sense that he was Mr. Sinister because Mr. Sinister is kind of like a, a flamboyant, um, like dickhead who is kind of like really full of himself. Yeah. He's a real (laughs) jerk. Um, I, and I really, I really love the way he's portrayed in, uh, which one is it? Power, powers of X. Or House mm. of X, where he shows up. Or is he, and, was he supposed to be in line for Mr. Sinister? I didn't really hear No, that. no, no. That's just dream casting. That's just dream casting. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, when you say that um, uh, Sam Raimi, you don't like the, 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 the sense of humor that he's going to bring into it. I mean, they're, try- they're talking about trying to make this a horror movie. Like the world, the oh, like no, the I like, first I like his humor, but I just don't know the like his horror still is kind of you know splatty horror humor, yeah, you know, right. Mm. So it's not really against like I'm not negative, like I'm not I don't hate Sam Raimi. I just don't think it's the right fit. That's all. Okay, you know. So I mean, I mean, did you see? Did you see? Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, drag, drag me to hell. Yes. That movie was yes. fucking good. I think that was that's a great example of like yeah, he's got his wacky horror in there, but he's also like that movie was pretty that had like that movie had some intense moments in it. Yeah. I mean, oh, might look. I mean, look, I mean, we have to trust you know, the casting of Marvel has done a pretty good job of hiring everybody, you know, for the most mm. part, right? So maybe mm. they maybe Sam Raimi send them a tape of how he would shoot something and they were like holy shit this is amazing so maybe maybe possibly you know you never know what they have uh what they have in the vault i mean it was like 11 years after iron man one and then feige dropped that fucking alternate clip of sam jackson talking about the rest of the fucking marvel universe the mutants oh my god what do they have sitting behind the scene but the thing about dr strange 2 is that you know, they, they have to get the right director. Uh, Jamie's right. But at the same time, um, like a lot of the other properties in the Marvel Universe, but this one in particular seems like it's going to have a whole bunch of momentum built up behind it with um, with uh, WandaVision. It seems like the events from that series are going to be laying a lot of groundwork for that film. So it's sort of like built-in advertising slash storyline uh into whatever happens in doctor strange too so um well i mean we'll see how all of that comes together because sometimes cross is it is it cross media if it's television and movies i guess i guess it could, it could be considered that sometimes cross media works and then sometimes it doesn't so but they um like like one division all that stuff i mean is that all coming out this year still or next year or they're saying that WandaVision is still happening this year, as well as uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's what they're saying right now. Okay. I think they have all of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier shot already. So I think they're just cutting it together, and then they're going to drop it on uh, on Disney+. Plus. I don't know I don't know about WandaVision. WandaVision actually might be like... I don't know how much they shot of that, but I don't know. Here's hoping that they have enough to drop on... on uh, on Disney Plus. I mean, one division looks really cool. Like, in like, it's very much the comic book from like a couple of years ago. Mm. It's the way it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Hopefully, it works out. You know, so. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that they drop a, more than uh, more than uh, a small amount of uh, the vis- Tom King's vision run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so what? So, so you and Ernesto, do you guys are you happy about Sam Raimi? Or I you guys like just out like you're excited when you heard it, or you're like. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of, uh, I, I, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I like, I like Darkman, despite the fact that Liam Neeson's in it. Um, I, I like, uh, I like all the Evil Deads. I like Drag Me to. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I like, I like Drag Me to Hell. What'd you say, midichlorians? That's Liam Neeson's line. Oh yeah, yeah fuck it. That's George right. Wilson. I forgot about that. Jeez, with good reason. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, if you're going to pit like Lord of the Rings up against the prequel trilogy, I'll totally agree with you that Lord of the Rings is better than <laughs> than Star Wars. Um, <laughs> but I won't I I won't I won't have you blaspheme the original trilogy. Anyway, um <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like I like a lot of what Sam Raimi's done, especially when uh, like his last movie Drag Me to Hell, I thought what is if that's the angle that he's going to go for, like if that's the kind of like humor and tone that he's going to go for, it could be like another Thor Ragnarok a little bit, um, a, a scarier Thor Ragnarok, I, uh, Thor Ragnarok, I guess. Um, but uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously Thor, optimistic. Thor good. Yeah. good times. Yeah. yeah. I think that uh, Raimi's sense of oddness when it comes down to some of the stuff that he's done would fit in well with the, uh, the Dr. Strange mythos. They, I think Jamie's right. I think they have to be careful with the humor because it could make it come, it could make the movie come off as too campy, especially given the tone that the first film, uh, the first film set, you know, mysticism, magic. Um, I mean, Marvel waited a long time to introduce magic into the MCU and not have it come off as, you know, hokey, you know, um, it's just, it's like, all right, there's this other reality now. So um, hopefully they won't uh, pull the air out of, uh, out of those tires by making it, you know, oh, magic, you know, it's like Harry Potter could show up at any point. No, no, they're not going to go like, they're, they don't, they're not going to get the guys who directed like epic movie and like romantic comedy movie and, and th- those movies to like come and do it. It's fucking Sam Raimi, you know? We're talking like right. the most he's gonna do is like he's gonna, <laughs> I don't know, um, you know, somebody's gonna pop out of the ground and Doctor Strange is gonna scream like, ah! you know, um, <laughs> his cape is gonna like you know trip people around and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like he he, he might do some Looney Tunes esque like Three Stooges kind of humor, um, but which is gonna be no, weird that's because a, the... that's the word. That's what... No, no, so I, was, I was worried about was it's going to be campy in the wrong way. That's what I'm scared about. Okay, all right. So that's a legitimate fear. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm hoping for the best because Marvel has a, has a habit of like casting. Despite the fact that they cast name directors, um, all the movies end up having the same tone, except for Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok mm. is the exception, right? Um, yes, so I yes. don't know if that's the tone that they're going to strike with um, Doctor Strange. I, I really, I really hope they they um, 
they carry some of the the tone from the recent comic runs of Doctor Strange, where he's kind of like this exorcist, um, and it's kind mm. of uh, yeah, he he's it's kind of a little bit more uh, building into the magical realms. Like you know about this, Jamie. You've read some of the more recent com- Doctor Strange runs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's even got like a, he's got a new whole new book out in the last two last two months with the, like he's running a school for magic. Oh, that's awesome! What, it, yeah. Oh, it's like a like a Hogwarts kind of. Yeah, they they're going for that. Not okay. like that, but they, they're definitely going for that. You know? Okay. All right. But, yeah. You know, okay. his school of magic. You know, it's definitely a little bit. It was cool though. It okay. Is what it is. You know, we're good. All right. <laughs> um, as long as there's not a kid with a lightning bolt scar, you know. Attending the school, I'm fine with it. You know, I like, mean, hey, you hate for Harry Potter too. No, I don't hate Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I hate the Fantastic I mean, Beasts. Check and... it out. You can watch all well, the movies like the next three days. You're good. He hates. <laughs> he hates so many things. So many things. I do. I'm so full um, of hate. Deprived as a child, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Jamie. Don't psychoanalyze um, don't, me. I hate Harry Potter. All right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Sorry, making uh, fun of you, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys, did you guys read that article about the exoplanet? Hello. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you say? Yeah, yeah. Did you guys read that article about the exoplanet? I did. I read it. I mean, I read it right after Ernesto sent some flying car. Okay. <laughs> which is like harry potter too by the way the yeah part. that's true that's an harry potter it did look the like flying... that car it did it did I, I hope that's what that guy that polish guy was going for when he was driving the car he was like i'm harry potter he just fucking drives off dude the fact that he's not dead is fucking incredible first of all could could they have captured that car taking to the sky at a more perfect angle. <laughs> it looked cinematic almost like it actually zoomed past the right edge <laughs> of, of the screen. I'm just like, Holy cow. It's like 3d, you know? Yeah. But uh, that, that's the only video. Like it's like, you should the car go from camera left to right um, when you're watching it. That's it though. You don't see anything else or. Um, they, they didn't show anything else in that uh, link that I sent you guys. Uh, it, it was probably, it was probably just timing, you know, that one street camera yeah. that happened to be at the right, the right place. Um, maybe the rest of it just wasn't exciting, uh, which one, I can't imagine. I mean, that one as, street as, camera that watches everything. Yeah. I, I mean, as, as awesome as the takeoff was, the landing must've been fucking phenomenal. Like, <laughs> it must've been like totally like he just landed on his like nothing and started driving on again. <laughs> <laughs> like he, oh, like fuck. he, like he like a tree catches him in midair. <laughs> like a tree catches him in midair and then like gently places him back down on the road and he just drives. He's like, "Woo, that would have that was a close call, right?" <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been like he's movie fucking scene right there. Yeah. <laughs> Or he drives right through a pillow factory <laughs> that explodes for some reason. 
Um, Everybody, but, uh, that's going to be a shot in the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a magical car that'll fly. Um, fuck. Uh, um, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? But uh, this article about the oh. exoplanet. Yes. Though, um, it was it was really interesting because it seems like the uh, the Kepler telescope. Uh, the Kepler Space Telescope picked it up prior, like some time ago, but they read the data in a different way. So they were just like, ah, it's nothing. And they took another look at it and they're just like, oh, wait a minute. This this is something that's kind of close to an Earth-like planet. It's, it's slightly bigger than Earth um, and it's orbiting a red dwarf. Uh, they don't know if the atmosphere um, is one that can support life as we know it, and plus the orbit uh, that it has around this red dwarf, they get about maybe 75% of the light that we get. So they're, so they're like, you know, it probably doesn't have life. But, you know, the fact that over the last 20 years, 20, 20 plus years, is when we've really started to look out into space, looking for planets, um, that's a really short time. And we found stuff that's pretty close, like a lot. Rocky planets, planets that happen to be at just the right distance, but things didn't turn out in, in the way that would support life as we know it. Like, that really says a lot. It means that probability-wise, you know, we might find a planet that can support something. Well, most most planet. I mean, like you say, a red dwarf isn't like that. Not a good thing, though. Like, well, it's a it's a star that is about to fucking die. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. That's the perfect way it's, to say it. <laughs> it's at it's at the end of its uh, life cycle, and you know, life needs a really long time in order to. Yeah. <laughs> begin and evolve on a planet so if the sun goes out you know it doesn't have a chance but um i mean just the fact that we're seeing uh astral bodies like these around uh like late term stars yeah um it, it 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 shows that there's a lot of potential it means it means that something like our solar system may not be all that uncommon you know yeah well, I mean, most planets, my lack of scientific, terrific knowledge, um, most planets have, uh, I mean, inside the planet is a core, so we could probably live there, right? It kind of supports, underground supports a lot of life, right? There's a lot of heat. So, but... That's, uh, you know, that's one approach. That's one approach. You know, we could just go, like, to Mars and start digging underground and ruin Mars with our bullshit right <laughs> yeah but there's no there's no air on mars though as far as we know right you know but uh, yeah i mean the the thing about the red giant i also the i'm sorry the red dwarf i uh i also found a little troubling because like wouldn't that don't those tend to like go supernova and like obliterate everything around them no, no. burning death that's great. Yeah, I mean, now, you, you... red dwarfs uh, don't have enough mass to go supernova. They just sort of like, they just kind of fizzle out. Oh, so it's a cold death then. 
Yeah, they they fizzle. I mean, they might swell toward the end of their life, like our son will at at a certain point, but um, they're not gonna. They're not really gonna blow up. You know. Okay. It's not a red dwarf at this point. <laughs> then right now. What are you talking? Wait, what? Just... Take a red red dwarf instead of what we got right now. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have an orange dwarf. Oh, shit. You know, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't the, know. the thing I keep wondering though is that it, you know, suppose suppose we identify an Earth like planet um, next month or something along those lines. Uh, what will that do? Will we take space travel more seriously? I mean, we don't have anything that would be able to get there within anybody's no. yeah, right. lifetime. It would take multiple generations at at best, you know? What? So does that mean, do we kick off a different kind of space race where we develop our propulsion quicker? Or, um, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to create a whole field of study. You know, you can... You can actually look at another planet that has an environment that might have life on it, um, but uh, eventually we're we're going to want to send something to it, if not ourselves and probes. Uh, but still, that that's a big undertaking, you know. Like, what does what does the uh, the space industry look like at that point? I think well, whatever. I wonder why they stopped. Like, we went to the moon, right, in nineteen sixty nine, right. Yeah. So why do they stop? The aliens told us to keep our asses on the ground. That's why. <laughs> I, I think that whatever happens, I think Trump should go first. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that you know. I don't know. I, I don't know if we want Trump to be our. If we have, if we have to, like you know, introduce humanity towards uh, an alien race, I don't think I want Trump to be our spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if they have face huggers, if they if there's face huggers on the on that planet, I don't want Trump to go first. I mean, he could name it after himself for all he wants. Just, you know, comes back with one of those parasites attached to his face. It's like, get this off me, you know, and then uh, and then they pull it off. And then it, it had the 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 alien has trouble bursting through his chest. Because it's trying to get get through all the fucking grease, it's like like oh god, this is so hard. Why? <laughs> how do they? How do the others make it seem so easy? Cheeseburgers! Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah. much goddamn cheese in here. <laughs> and what is this? A fucking whole Snickers bar? Ellie <laughs> <laughs> would be like, "What the fuck's up with this guy with that fucking skin tone in his hair?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> the skin tone actually kills the alien inside oh, him. But I have two theories about why we haven't been back to the moon. One, it just got after we beat the Russians and their infrastructure kind of collapsed. There was no real impetus because that's pretty much what kicked off the space yeah. race, right? You know, we didn't want them to be dominant there um, ahead of us because that would give them a military advantage. So after that happened, you know, there was not really uh, any drive to go. Uh, my well, second. Right, exactly, exactly. My second theory is that when we got to the moon, there were aliens there. They realized that we were the Tiger Kings of the universe. <laughs> they were just like, you keep your asses on Earth, and until you learn how to unite, you can't leave. Or you could destroy yourselves. Yeah. This or, is the first you know, 
Or First and only warning. Film, you know, Transformers were there, and there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking wild, you know. <laughs> Unicron. It's, it's fucking Cybertron. <laughs> man. Oh shit, man. Yeah. Or Thanks. there was nothing there. They're like, they went to the moon. They were like, wow, this shit sucks. And <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking boring. It took a lot of money to fucking go here, and there's nothing here. <laughs> and they don't even bother to look to their left to see, like, life on planet Earth. <laughs> so we're going to do what we do in America. We're going to stick a flag on the ground. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. But... Oh, shit, man. If you guys are really into, um, like, the space race as as well as alternate history. I highly recommend watching the show for all mankind. Uh, it originally, they originally dropped it on um, Apple's streaming service. Uh, but you know, you can find your other ways to, to watch it. It's a really good um, alternate history take on the space race. They, uh, for my taste, they put in a little too much um, drama at certain points. But they're pretty consistent in regards to how the world, how the politics of the world developed uh, during that time if the Russians had gotten to the moon first. I'm, that's, I think that's really interesting. I, I'm actually going to check that out. I have been curious to check out that series uh, along with The Expanse, um, which I still, unfortunately, I haven't seen. Um, but I'm going to check both out uh, maybe this week um, because we have nothing but time, right? Um, uh, yeah. should, we switch, should we switch gears over to Bloodshot? Yeah, yeah. Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Um, uh, 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 that movie sucked. I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I, I was like – I kept telling Jamie. I was just like right. – I was like – And we ni- – I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead, dude. Yeah, I was just saying to Jamie, I was just like, Jamie, I kept repeating. I was just like, "Uh, we're going to watch Bloodshot, so we're going to check that out. And he was like, okay. And then I was like, Jamie, we're going to we're gonna watch Bloodshot. And he's like, all right. And then uh, (laughs) right before the show starts, he's like, I don't watch that piece of shit. No, it's all right. It's all right. You dude, you, yeah, you, you're you're more than forgiven. You saved yourself like close to two hours of uh of eh. It's um, so eh. There, it's the most anything, eh movie there is. All right, let's, let's try let's try to be positive. Is there anything redeemable? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what sucks the most about it. <laughs> Is that there are there are concepts in the in the in the movie that are awesome from the comic book probably yeah from right. the comic book yeah. which I think is is pretty awesome but the trailer gives gives it all away um, mm-hmm. if you saw the trailer you basically saw the movie mm-hmm. um, but yeah there there are concepts in it like the fact that like. Uh, the main character has to keep experiencing the same memories over and over and over again, and he's they the people who um who operate the whole thing they basically are getting him to kill a bunch of people 
by uh, by making him like swear revenge, basically, like through these through these weird distorted memories, and it's okay. um and it's fucking uh, Guy Pierce, who was in Memento, which is basically about um Guy Pierce was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Guy Pierce in Memento was awesome, but it's basically the same thing. He they're like basically confidential. Yeah. Yes. But it's basically the same plot as as Memento, whereas like they're getting this guy to experience the same memory over and over and over again, but using hit that as a springboard to commit revenge on like personal targets. So um, that sucked. <laughs> I mean, Ernesto, what did you think about it? I mean, uh, did that made you real angry? <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just fuck it. It was it was so uh, formulaic that they pretty much had to get Vin Diesel for this movie. It was <laughs> it, it required it required no stretching. I feel like Vin Diesel has like all the gravitas of a cardboard box. How is it possible that a that his acting style, which I'm assuming that he watched like a bar of soap for motivation? Uh, I, how is it that he keeps getting work? It's just like, hey, you're a big guy and somewhat racially ambiguous. We can do something with that, you know. So that's. Um, I mean, I'm not hating on him, man. I mean, he. I. I wish I had his checks, you know. But uh, it it doesn't lend itself to um putting a whole movie just on him that's why he works as Groot like yeah. yes I agree um he that's his that's his finest role <laughs> I think I think that um the like he could win an Oscar on the caliber of him just saying I am Groot um because this work as bloodshot I mean his acting style like the way he like he gets all fucking mad and he's like, you killed my wife, you know? It's like so, it's so fucking bad. It's like I can, how. I can visualize that. I haven't seen a movie, but I can just see him going, you killed my wife. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You killed my wife. You know, that's, that's a face he makes. You know? Um, those, are, those are his two modes. You know, yeah. he has his regular Vin Diesel. Regular Vin Diesel. He, he talks like this and the yeah. same face. And then he gets angry. You know, it's like, all right. That was better acting than Vin Diesel right there. Yeah, I know. You, you convinced me, man. I was just like, who killed her? And when can we go avenge uh, this, this tragic loss? But, you know, but it, this is not only hinged on his... Um, on his acting ability, because it's not like the rest of the movie was beating potatoes as well. You know, they very basic plot, you know, uh, we get a soldier, we do shit to him. And now he's a super soldier. Yes. And he's got nanites <laughs> for blood. We have other super soldiers that we, you know, from the, from the first side of them, from the first frame. Okay. At some point they're going to fight. Yeah. The, the, One, it's going to be like that, that guy that's so, that's so like he's just a he's just a hard ass, right? He's like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm chewing the gum ass, in the every requisite asshole. Yeah, yeah, I'm chewing gum in every scene, and I I don't like you, and you don't like me. You don't know me, asshole. You know that guy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I I I couldn't wait till that guy got killed, and 
I had to wait the entire fucking movie. So he got killed? Damn. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus. And then he gets killed in the most, like, it's obviously a CGI dump. Like, they could have gotten two dummies, and it would have been more convincing. Because, like, Ernesto, tell me, like, were those CGI effects, like, were they not embarrassing? Like, somebody should be fired. I think they, somebody should be They fired. would have been impressive back when they released The Matrix Reloaded. Hey, they might, they might as well just put all the Valiant characters in there, too. And like, you know, in the first chapter, kill everybody in the Valiant universe. That would be hilarious. Who else Let's is in the Valiant er, universe? By Superman. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Spawn's like, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> That was basically like the first 20 comics of the Spawn series. It's just like, Wanda, I have to Wanda. get back to you. Wanda. Yeah. Or like the, the fucking Spawn com- <laughs> the, the Spawn cartoon. That was basically like him just screaming. That's a great Wanda. cartoon. Yeah, that. I love that cartoon. Top notch uh, work there. Yeah. Great HBO back in the day. You know, whoever, whoever made that, you know. Yeah, it was HBO. It was HBO. The only thing I didn't like about uh, about that show was the fact that Todd McFarlane had to like intro every episode. You still read Spawn comics too, don't you, Jamie? Yeah, I, I've read every Spawn issue since nineteen ninety two. So. Wow, that's fucking. I, I I sometimes get laid. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode right there. Uh, <laughs> Well, guys. <laughs> um, so I guess that's a wrap. So from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And My with heroes. Yeah. And with us today <laughs> is uh is our esteemed gentleman, the man we've tried to get on the show forever, and all it took was a pandemic to get him on. Uh <laughs> Jamie Viterami. Say hi, Jamie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Good times. Good times. Um, so uh, that that about wraps it up for uh, for robots versus taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real, but you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Woo.